KNST, AM 1570 Towson, Baltimore. We are at Fadley's doing our final segment. I guess it's appropriate that the United Way is going to be involved. It's all brought to you by the Maryland Lottery. I have the 10 times the cash tickets. Also have Window Nation with us. Of course, 86690 Nation and Jiffy Lube Multicare underwriting everything we're doing. Our friends at Wise Market sort of inspired in, in many ways this Maryland Food Bank drive and the Crab Cake uh, row, as well as a cup of Super Bowl. We're wrapping things up down here uh, at Fadley's. Franklin Baker's here from the United Way. And, uh, you know, I haven't done enough with United Way over the years. So this is a uh, this is a nice, pleasant little bit. I've seen you around town. Okay. You've been here a little while. I have. And um, what I used to do a kickoff breakfast with the Orioles and the Ravens many, yes. many years, right? Yeah. I, I, and I attended those. But when I think of the United Way, it came to me as a young boy being a Colts fan. The United Way was always a part of what the National Football League did for many, many, many years, right? We still are. Good. Well, you get some help then. What's the United Way of Maryland all about? So, yeah, United Way of Central Maryland really is here in the community. We are right now, uh, Ness, in this community for 99 years. So next year, we will be celebrating 100 years in Central Maryland. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm in the middle of my 25th anniversary, <laughs> and I stole all sorts of ideas from the lottery. Yes. They had their 50th anniversary last yes. year, and I'm like, well, if they're making a big deal out of 50, I better make a big deal out of 25. So That's I right. have these moments of glory we're doing online. <laughs> Curios sponsored all these old pictures and images. What 100? You you yeah. got to be next year yeah. gearing up. You're gonna oh, be doing absolutely. something. Lots and lots of events. Folks will hear about it maybe on your show on host of different venues, plastering, so folks can really celebrate with us. We want everyone listening and those who will listen later to be a part of this incredible campaign. What United Way really does is we improve lives, right? We do it two ways. We really improve lives by building leaders. That's from the boardroom into the block. So every right. single person that listening to this or may listen later, we consider the potential of being a leader, right? Secondly, in addition to building leaders, we really work really hard to make sure that we are mobilizing the caring power of communities. So every single person in our community can really be an advocate for the issue they care most about. The four areas that United Way of Central Maryland has been focusing on for years is education, economic advancement, housing, and health. Everything to They're make, pretty, pretty big. All pretty four big, of those, exactly. Right? So everything that makes an individual stable in their household, in their community, is those four things. Those are four building blocks for a stable individual and then stable family. So we're just really, really, really important work that we're doing. We've been helping thousands and thousands of people every single year. And again, for 99 years, we've been doing this work. I like to say, Ness, United Way Central Maryland is providing what's needed where it's needed. Well, I, I think of these big overarching groups like United Way, and I've been hearing it all my life. You know, 50 years I've heard about United Way. I've been yeah. to your events. Feet on the street and on the ground in our town. Give me yeah. a day in the life and how people can be impacted or even volunteer to help in some way. Yeah, we have an incredible opportunity for anyone listening, especially those who have youngsters, and you can go to uh, volunteermaryland.org. There are actual uh, skills-based as well as regular volunteer opportunities for anyone listening. Just go to volunteermd.org, and you can find virtual as well as in-person volunteer opportunities ranging from going to a farm 
to go into the Maryland Food Bank to sort boxes of food and goods. By the way, our Maryland to- Food Bank uh, fellow just came by, took all the food out of here, quarter to five. Food bank's running on time. I, they really I are. said 440, <laughs> pick up the food that's here, and they came at 441, and the food was out the door 442. That's right, so a full big box full. We took a selfie at 439, and it was out the door. But uh, I mean, but it really is, and, and this week for me, uh, you know, I've been doing radio 32 years, and I – I've done all sorts of charity this, charity that, MC this, whatever. But I've never dedicated a week to just yeah. hearing every story. You know, I've been hearing it for – I cried three times today. So yeah. I, I we'll see how we do it later right. in the week. But That's right. Uh, well, two real cries and one sort of welled up. But there's so much there's, there's so much hope amongst people like you that do this work. And I find it fascinating. You sit at home and you watch dirty television news and see all the awful-ish that's going on in the city and feel like nobody cares and nobody's paying attention and the mayor doesn't care, the governor, nobody cares. They, everybody cares. I, that's right. I've sat here with Brandon Scott. I've sat here with every mayor. They all care, but then there's what can we do, what the resources are, either through money, through yeah. time, through people, and, and, and through resources and things right. that people need. And so much can be donated, but it really does take human beings. I mean, to make all of this happen. That's right. There are people like you that sit there all day to manage this, to make sure, like, the fellow just came and got all our food here at Fadley's, took it out. It, it really does take a whole ecosystem to it service does. a city that's struggling. We, we, yeah, we know it that. It really does. It really does. And I think during the pandemic, seems like a long time ago, but it was in March of 2020 when the whole entire world was shut down. So it really forced us, honestly, Ness, to change how we were looking at impacting lives. For example, there's so many people through no fault of their own who were now faced with the probability of being evicted from their apartment, from their home, having to switch jobs, losing their job, furloughed, downsized, reduced hours. And we were in a position to work with the federal government, with state local government, to be able to administer over $100 million to ensure that over 15,000 households in our region remained in their apartments, remained in their homes. That was something that we had not been doing at that level and that scale. The other one, which was so important, the digital divide. There were so many families during the pandemic. Well, it just didn't have Wi-Fi, too. Exactly. I exactly. Mean, in the city, it's bad, but Wi-Fi is available. Well, you get outside the city, and you go to Eastern Shore, you go to Western Maryland, and I know you service these areas. Yeah. People would have to drive 15 miles to a coffee shop to get Wi-Fi. Correct. To, to, that's right. and, and that's to get their kid to, to school was online, right. works online, that's all right. of that. I, right. The digital thing was something that we talked about so much in 2021, 22, yeah. uh, 23, and you're, you're feeling that impact. Oh, yeah. I mean, for, for example, there were at least 17,000 households in Baltimore and greater Baltimore that because of the work we did, which was working with several partners to set up hubs, Wi-Fi spots on top of churches and hospital facilities and other locations so that people in that immediate five-mile range can actually access uh, the services. So it's incredible that why I said earlier, we provide what's needed where it's needed. That was not necessarily needed before the pandemic. So we at United River Central Maryland had to pivot and make sure we were really open, like mental health. Do you know the number of people called our 211 helpline? Our numbers quadruple. People saying, I'm not sure which vaccination to go through. Which site are they offering them? How do I get from where I am now to across town? This is so important. I'm really concerned about my children. Are there vaccinations appropriate for my children? So the number of people that were really concerned during the time of the pandemic 
And we were able to provide lots and lots of mental health support referrals to those individuals who really needed it. So that's what we've been doing for 99 years. We've been literally evolving and changing and reacting and being very um, proactive, building safe havens for families and communities. So right now we have 34 different programs that are supporting over 130,000 people in Central Maryland every single year. Now, you don't, you don't do the luncheon with the Orioles and the Ravens anymore? We have sporadically just because... Well, the plague probably changed everything. It, it, it did. It did. Yeah. Well, I mean, those were, those were beautiful events, and I thought that they were a real coming out party for your organization yeah. to educate me now, and we, other folks. Now, we do also, you should know this, we do every single year with the Ravens, we do a Ravens call to action. Okay. So we have so many millions of, of minutes of volunteer service by not only the Ravens, but thousands and thousands of people throughout Central Maryland getting involved, and working on a bookmobile, uh, doing, doing service out on the farm, so many different things that can be done, reading to children. And we get all of the players involved, from Lamar, Lamar Jackson to Tucker nice. to everyone involved. Uh, even the new, relatively new president, Sashi Brown, he and his wife are there. So we really try to mobilize the caring power community all throughout the year. We have over 50,000 volunteers every single year that engage in lots and lots of um, volunteer opportunities. So it's just incredible to see that not only are we trying to build people so they can live their best lives on their own terms, but we're also helping people who may not be really close to the work to get closer, get closer and roll their sleeves up and help someone, right? Franklin Baker's here from the United Way of Central Maryland. 99 years, not quite, yeah. not quite 100 yet, but uh, <laughs> we're getting how long have you been involved? I've been in the role seven years. Seven years. Yeah. All right. So over the seven years, pre-plague, post-plague, what's the biggest change to your organization now from then? Like, what did the plague force you to do that you can't go back anymore? I think we have always been a learning organization, but now we're a learning organization on steroids. For example... I just last May hired, for the first time in our 99-year history, a leader of research, a vice president, a, a chief research officer. What that means is all the data points we're getting around, where do we provide services, what part of the region should we actually focus on homelessness prevention or uh, food insecurity or transportation challenges, getting a researcher in-house that can literally amass all the data, have the conversations, translate the analytics so we can actually make a difference in those areas where it's needed most. That's one thing. We've become a true learning organization as a result, in many ways, of the pandemic and what it forced upon us in terms of pivoting and leveraging data to make smart decisions. The second thing is we really believe the power of collaboration and partnerships. We have so many more partners now than we've ever had before, from the government partners, right, to legislators, to foundations, to other provider partners that work with us closely. And the last thing I'll mention is this entire community that we're serving called ALICE. It's an acronym for your listeners that stands for Asset Limited Income Constrained Employed. There are 2.3 million households in the state of Maryland. 860,000 of those households are ALICE. They're working, one or more jobs, but they can't make ends meet. They can't keep pace with the state's high cost of living. And so the governor now is promoting lots and lots of initiatives, as you know, to really deal with some poverty areas, to deal with opportunity zones, to deal with this notion of we get more people involved in the workforce, earning wages that are livable wages, right? So a lot of our focus has not only been on the poverty stricken, but for those who are actually working. They're working one or more jobs, but they can't keep pace with this high cost of living that all of us are, are dealing with. And so it is incredible to see 
the progress we're making with the Alice households, the Alice families. Well, I tell you what, you're making a difference from the beginning at United Way Central Maryland. Tell folks how they can get involved, where to go. I mean, yeah, you're, yeah. it feels to me like you're a big organization, yeah. and it'd be different than a community organization where I just hit the contact, and they're down the street. <laughs> yeah. United Way's kind of everywhere. And, yeah, and, you know, and, I, and I did want to, during this week, not just focus on really smart two uh, police officers here making a difference with a small group that they just started last year. Yeah. And then I got a guy like you here, you know, billions of dollars given away in years and a real multinational yeah. feel with United Way. That's right. That's right. I think if people just go to uwcm.org, please get involved. We have plenty of job opportunities as well. One of the things I would encourage people to think about, if you are an entrepreneur, if you're a 501c3, very small organization, every single year we have so many opportunities where we're giving away dollars to those who our revenue levels are less than 500000 as a 501c3 nonprofit. They're doing things really innovative in community. Uh, we're, this year we'll be giving away over $700,000. We just made announcements to this year. So next year, if folks are interested, just go to our website. We have a neighborhood grants program. We have a change maker challenge where it's like a sharp tank uh, okay. But in a nonprofit space where they can show their wares of what they're doing so Invest well in, in community. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. we do the same thing, six, seven hundred thousand dollars to the award winners in Central Maryland. Powerful, powerful. We also help them to propel forward so that when they win dollars from United Way, because of our brand, our name, it gives them a level of credibility. And then we help them. We help them to actually write grants to go after different grants from foundations and other organizations. So we really want to help with neighborhood resiliency. We really want to help increase equitable access to all entrepreneurs, you know, small businesses, small nonprofits, but making sure we can reach more people so we can really help people live their best life. Well, I'm appreciative of you being the last guest of the day here today. I've had this much water today. <laughs> I've had two bites of a fish sandwich that they took away from me three hours ago. So I didn't realize doing this marathon radio, I was going to starve myself too. <laughs> so I'm going to lose weight this week. Um, i got to give you a Maryland Lottery scratch-off ticket. It's ten you, times the cash. We've had lots of friends come down and, uh, and donate today Thank to you. the Maryland Food Bank. It is a cup of Super Bowl. I'm calling it Crab Cake Row. <laughs> I got knocked off the air once today. I thought I got knocked off the air another time today, but we have been solid. Big thanks to J.R. Richardson, our producer, as well as my wife, uh, engineering, back at the radio station when necessary. I got new equipment. I'm going to pack it all up. I'm taking Alicia. Do we still got crab cakes? Are we done? We still have crab cakes? I'm taking a crab cake, two (laughs) crab cakes, and mac and cheese home to my wife. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to go home, pull the covers up over my head. I'm going to cry a little bit and go to bed. And I'm going to get up at 5 o'clock tomorrow. I'm going to haul this right over to Costas, and I'm going to do it all over again. Then I'm going to get up on Wednesday, and I'm going to Coco's. Then on Thursday, I'm going over to Catonsville. And on a Friday, somebody else is going to have to do the show at Pappas, because I'm going to be dead. I'm not going to be able to talk. <laughs> so uh, I think they know they're going to get the worst of me up in Cockeysville on Friday. Thank you, Frank. I appreciate it. Thank Frank you Baker so much, from the United Way of Central of Maryland. Maryland. Yes. Man, we, I, I would go through, in the old days when I would do a three-hour show, four-hour show, yeah. well, we had this person and that person. Thank you. <laughs> I don't remember who we had. That I remember what my name is from 8 o'clock this morning. So... We're signing off. I'm breaking down. I'll be back after tomorrow. My thanks to Window Nation, our friends at Chiffy Lube, uh, Maryland Lottery, everybody here at Fadley's, from Lou getting out of bed early this morning and uh, Laurie getting out of bed and the whole crew here being nice to me and serving crab cake. Everybody got a crab cake here but me today. (laughs) 
I'm you will get it too. before you leave. I'm going to get a crab cake before I get out of here. My thanks, everybody, for listening as well. I am Nestor. It is 5 o'clock. We are WNST, AM 1570. Towson, Baltimore, out of here from Fadley's. Back after it at 9 o'clock tomorrow. And back to our regularly scheduled programming now.